This is Forge Daily with Mackenzie Barwell on the Forge Audio Network. I was going to open up this episode by singing We Are the Champions, um, but I just, after trying it twice now, I don't think, I don't think it's going to happen, but that's where I'm at mentally. This is when, this is when not having a co-host gets kind of tough because I have to sing by myself, but I'm sure that's where everybody's at right now. Forge fans, happy Monday and welcome back to another episode. Today is October 30th. I am your host, Mackenzie Barwell, here to give you all things you need to know about your 2023 CPL champions. Forge FC, I'm going to be honest, I'm still recovering from Saturday. My voice is kind of gone, actually, now that I've started talking, but I have a feeling I'm not alone. In today's episode, we'll go over exactly what we all witnessed on Saturday, listen in to a couple sound bites from game day, and then the most entertaining post-match press conference of the season. So, Where do I even start? I've been watching these highlights and reminiscing for the past 24 hours. Let's just rewind to the beginning. If you were at FanFest, you'd know that it was hype right out of the gate. Performance from Tyler Shaw was great. Signatures from a couple different CPL players. We had Oli Bassett and Matteo Debrienne. So many different activations, too. We actually had to extend the South Plaza, so it was like twice the size. And really great to see that many people in orange and black come out to enjoy the day before kickoff. But anyways, let's talk about this game because I'm going to relive Saturday as many times as I possibly can. So quickly, starting lineups for both teams go unchanged. For Forge, obviously, they had to adjust after losing Wubens Pasillas to an injury a few weeks ago. Taryn Campbell and Benny Batabanga taking on that dual striker role. And then Noah Jensen in the attacking number 10 with Ali and Bex right below him on either side. Then looking at Calvary, same setup in the 4-2-3-1. Few familiar faces up top, Meyer Bevan in the number nine, and of course William Accio and Ali Musi attacking from the wings. First 45 minutes goes by and not a lot of action in terms of scoring. The most dangerous opportunities being from Ali Musi in that one free kick that he had, which would fly over the crossbar. So 0-0 going into the half. Final 45 minutes unfold in a similar fashion. A scary chance from Calvary, though, in the 58th minute. Ali Musi cuts it back, but his teammates couldn't get to the end of it. And then same thing on the other end a few minutes later in the 62nd minute. Service from Reza Rama, but Campbell also not really in a position to bury it. So a few chances, but still 0-0. One other thing that has to be talked about, though, is Tristan Henry's performance. He had a save in the 75th minute. And oh my gosh, talk about cat-like reflexes. This guy won the Golden Glove for a reason. It's volleyed from like the six-yard box, but he moves fast enough to make the stop. And then one more time, again in the 81st minute, from an absolute rocket from Ali Musi. So G playing a very big part and taking Forge and Cavalry into extra time. This is where things get interesting. Not long into the first 15 minutes, chaos in the Forge FC box and Ali Musi drives one home from distance and with some pace. It was an impressive goal, to say the least. You have to give it to him. Not a lot G could do in that situation. But shortly later, the momentum starts to shift to the Hamilton side. Forge get a corner kick in the 107th minute. And it's Kyle Becker to Benny Batabanga, who's left alone at the top of the box. And guess what? He would Benny Batabang it from the corner of the 18... Okay, (laughs) I'm sorry. 
I said that with confidence because that's the only way to describe it, okay? I know I'm not the first one to make that joke, but oh my goodness. Perfectly placed by Benny. Top right corner. Marco Carducci could try his best, but again, not a lot the goalkeeper could do in this situation. Fast forward, 110th minute. Tristan Borges from the corner flag. Do I really need to tell you what happened? Probably not. You've seen the replays. Oh my gosh. An Olympico? Are you kidding me? I'm still I'm still in utter shock. Everyone in the building was in utter shock. I'm just so unbelievably happy though for Tristan Borges because for him to have this moment after a season I know he maybe wasn't as satisfied with considering the standard he set for himself in 2019 and in previous years. Very well deserved. It's not the first time he's done this either, and the play-by-play mentions that. So all moments of individual brilliance within the span of 10 minutes or so. Let's listen back to that broadcast, though, because like I said, his reactions were unreal, and it kind of feels like you're back at the stadium when you hear this. And finds Daly, here's Mercy! Borges to do that right in front of the battalion as they're cheering, perfectly timed. I'm sure you guys know the chant, you know, Tristan Borges, he takes the corners, he scores the goals. You can fill in the, re- the rest. But as they finished, it goes in the back of the net. You ha- There's a video on YouTube, actually, of all the different angles of this goal. I highly suggest you watch that because then you can hear the timing of this cheer And oh my gosh, it was perfect. And for him to turn around and oh my gosh. Anyways, anyways, that's five finals and four championships now for your Forge FC. Ali Hojabrapur and Taryn Campbell, the only CPL players to win three championships in a row, having played with Pacific in 2021. So that's kind of a cool fun fact for the two of them. As I mentioned last week, Brendan Dunlop and I co-hosted this game and we took a video after the final whistle. Here's what that sounded like. Forge champions again, what you think? Forge host, Mackenzie Barwell. And post game reaction. I'm speechless. Tristan Borges, just about. Of course. Who else? Gorgeous, gorgeous. Of course, yes. Uh, for anyone who saw that goal, you might not see a goal like that again. What a uh, what a wild, wild finish. And we got to see it in the flesh. It's finally a champion on home soil in Hamilton. What more could you ask for? I wish you guys could see the visuals too because I was stunned. Truly, what else could you ask for? Before we finish up though, let's hear from Coach Bobby, Tristan Borges, and Benny Batabanga post-game at the press conference. Yeah, three fantastic goals, all scored in in extra time. I think uh, for the neutral, it's great. Uh, I think for the fans here in Hamilton, it's even better. Um, And, uh, you know, that's what I see in the final whistle, just turning around and and seeing the crowd. Obviously, you're looking across the field and a final whistle, you look back and you see 
all the people there and you know that fills you with a, with a lot of emotion on everything that we've been doing at this club over the last uh, last five years and these final games are always special uh, one thing I always, I've always said about them you know I, I never watch them back I keep that memory uh, inside um, for me and uh, this memory I'll have for a very very long time you know Tristan Borges right before he goes in I basically told him go win us a third championship and he's done it you know sometimes <laughs> I don't know if we see something or we just say it out of motivation but uh, it's a fantastic thing that he's done and you know he's been an important player and that's the beauty of football you know this guy uh, won us a championship last year you go back to the playoffs he's uh, won a penalty here uh, to finish the game off against Cavalry he's played the uh, the assist into Ali on the first goal in Ottawa and here he is, you know, with not his best season uh, due to due to various uh, injuries, and he's brought another uh, championship to Forge. Bobby, I think it's actually your fourth championship. Yeah. Fourth. Sorry. Speechless. I mean, um, obviously, it's a surreal moment. Uh, just being able to help the team win. Obviously, I, I, I say that quite a bit. Um, I find that that's kind of the only role that I want to. I want to be achieving is uh, doing everything I can to help the team win, and obviously it was a critical moment. But you know that was obviously like that was our game plan. Just if we have any corners, especially in big moments like that, to you know put it on goal and and, and see what happens. And obviously it went well. Yes, of course. That's why that's why I travel. I travel to try to win trophies, and uh, that's what uh, we get. So I'm happy. Yeah. I was patient. I was uh, like uh, trying to create uh, the opportunity, and uh, once I get it, yeah. I took it. You know, uh, when it when a team is used to win, it's like in the DNA. You know, it's like when you look at Real Madrid. Even when they are down, they know that they are going to do something, and that's why I choose also this team because that's what I miss in my game sometimes, and that's why I was coming here to 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 look for. And uh, here, it's kind of my role to turn the, the co to flip the coin. So that's what I try to do, and thank God today it's for it. Let's let's wrap it up there on that note. There will be another episode of Behind the Beard on Wednesday. Of course, we have to check in with Coach Bobby after his fourth championship. However, in the postseason, things will look a little bit different on the audio network. You'll get weekly updates. I'll check in with some players, coaches, just to see what they're up to. Um, so it won't be daily, but we'll make sure you don't lose any access over the coming months. And uh, add some bonus content where it's possible. So thank you all so much again for listening over the course of the season. And I will get back to you with another episode of Behind the Beard on Wednesday. This has been Forge Daily with Mackenzie Barwell. If you like what you heard, please like, follow, subscribe, comment, and share. 